Hello and welcome to Hiccup, the podcast series that explores all things parenting and mum life. I'm Jen, aka Irish Mama Bias, and each week I'll be joined by a special mum guest. We'll have a chat, we'll answer some of your listener questions, and just have some fun. So sit back, relax, if possible, grab a cup of tea, and enjoy the show. In this week's episode, I talk to my amazing friend, Idel. We really leave no rock unturned in this episode and we chat about everything from the birth of her son in London, which was a difficult experience, moving home, baby products, Beyonce, and we even end up chatting about Gaelic football. It's a wild ride with lots of love, laughter and honest chat from two lifelong pals. Hello, today I'm welcoming to the show, Idel. Welcome to the show, Idel. Thank you, Jenna. <laughs> okay, so let's say how we know each other. How long have we been friends? Oh, I was never good at maths. Um, <laughs> 16, 17 years, 20 years nearly. Uh, too long. Too long. Yeah, since first year and that's a long, long time ago. Yeah. Okay, so tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, you have got one little child. I do. I have a little guy called Donica, my little monster. He is four in November uh, after two years, I stopped doing the months thing. You know, parents do oh, the, yeah. the months. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what age is? Uh, three. <laughs> Maybe three and a half. Oh, 36 months. January, February, March, April, May. <laughs> uh, no, he's he's coming four. Perfect. Three perfect. coming four. Um, loves, typical wee boy boy. Um, lives up on the farm in Glenfinn, so he loves his diggers and his uh-huh. tractors and just trying to do anything to break his mummy's heart. Yeah, well, same as every other boy, yeah. I think. Like your little godson. Oh, best godson ever. (laughs) In case you didn't realise we're in the same room together, this is the first time that I've had an episode where we're in the same room. We've got some background rain noise. (laughs) And a lovely stand, very professional stand there, Jenna. Yes, we're in the toy room with a toy box as a stand for the microphone. (laughs) Typical blogger mum. Yes, typical. Not sponsored by anybody, but you know if any toy company wants to sponsor oh, you. Oh, thank you. That's, yeah. a, that's a good plug. Yeah, there you go. That's what best friends are for. <laughs> okay, so tell me a little bit about your um, yourself, besides being a mum to Donica. Oh, God, I never know what else to say apart from being a mum. <laughs> um, I am over 30. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, love, I do love being a mum. That's my most important job. I also work as a special needs assistant, which I love too, because I love anything to do with kids. I think all my friends know that. I'd ignore them in the house and play with the kids. This is true. <laughs> uh, she's like the storyteller when she comes to my house, and now my kids don't think my storytelling's good enough. <laughs> Apologise. Also, if any storytelling books wants to sponsor, so Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Another plug there. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I live in a beautiful place, the best place in Donegal, um, called Glenfin. The scenery is just beautiful. Um, such, a, such, such a nice place. Only the, like, the elite live there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I live with my parents. <laughs> and I'm over 30 and I live with my parents. So I'm one in his life. <laughs> Winning, yeah. Winning is one of that word. Mm-hmm. Um, but before that, before I became a mum and before I moved back to Donegal, I lived in London for... I think eight years of my life and enjoyed my 20s over there. And you were pregnant whenever you were in London? Yes. Okay, and then did you decide to move back? Yes, of- I did, yeah. I I needed my mummy. Okay, yeah. Typical every, yeah. Irish girl, you need your mummy. Yeah. But no, um, what she is a godsend. 
like literally don't even need to tell her in the morning she'll be up in the morning and because we speak Irish up there we live in the Gilchak mm-hmm. so all you hear from Donica is what do you want nanny and then all you hear from nanny is what do you want for breakfast today and I'm upstairs thinking oh this is nice <laughs> this is so nice this is heaven <laughs> so yeah I'd be completely lost without her um, but yeah no pregnant in London that was an experience mm-hmm. and a half and what was it like going through the like the healthcare over there Oh, I have my own story, my own hell story mm. about that. It's you know what I love them there, and I've friends that work over there in the health um, service, and you know what, God loved them during that stage. Like what they did, like there's I, I have two friends that really close friends, and both of them my hat goes out to them because I couldn't do what they did and the hours they work. One of them works actually in A and E, and like I remember New Year's Eve, she sent us on a snap of her and like a full-on gas mask saying happy new year everybody yeah just one of them but no like everybody has their own experience and it literally is due to lack of government funding and lack to the government understanding now i had amazing midwife amazing midwife just the whole system just let me down Mm -hmm. like the gas and air i told you this before the gas and air yes it was the placebo effect so it was oxygen now i had a £10.5 baby and they were giving me and I'm small for him that's it yes yeah, just petite. <laughs> and yeah so they were only giving me oxygen and telling me all this here so it, it wasn't great it wasn't the best experience in yeah. the world and then by the time I finally got down to the delivery ward as they call it I was told I was too far gone to receive the epidural which I you have to pre-book Mm. So it's like you're checking into a hotel, mm. you have to pre-book it, and it was gone, gone to somebody else. So I was like, I'm not having this. And after, God, I think I was nearly, I think this was after 20 hours in labour, with no pain relief at all. Not that I was a warrior, I wanted everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm one of them people, like, if it works, give it to me. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, you can breathe as much as you want to, but that's not helping. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, yeah, no, so after 20 hours, I had enough. And I just sat there and I said, you have to help me out because I've done what I've done. Mm-hmm. So then I had to be rushed to tear with her and I had a spinal tap and my amazing little guy was born. And the first thing they said, they plonked him on my belly. Mm-hmm. And obviously, spinal tap, if people don't know, you're completely paralyzed. Mm-hmm. Stronger than epidural, completely paralyzed. And he pl- they plonked this 10-pound baby on my belly. And I was like, What? <laughs> He was so long, obviously adorable. It was so long, and I was just like, "What is this? Hello!" And everybody was in shock. All the doctors, because you saw me. Yeah. I didn't have a bump. Yeah. So I don't know. He was typical. Living. He was hiding. No, he was living in a London apartment. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he was. Seven in a wee London apartment, and um, yeah, so beautiful Donica was born and then shipped away to me, and then I thought I was tired as she said so I thought I was tired I thought I had a 10 pound baby I'm going to sleep mm. then literally to be woken by slapping across my face and I was like well, hello <laughs> um, I didn't know anything that was going on and people were, like shouting at me trying to keep me awake and I just felt this class sleep and I was like if I close my eyes that's it mm. happy days and then later on after I left the hospital and everything a public nurse came to my house and she opened up the book that they give you now keep in mind your first baby in London if you have no complications you get out 12 hours so there was a girl beside me who had her baby 8 o'clock at that night and she was getting checked out with me at 8 o'clock in the morning first baby mm-hmm. and uh, and it's literally like a rotating system there was yeah. all we were pushed into this big meeting room 
told her to look after her baby, pushed back out, and then told you going home. Right. And that's it. Like, and um, so that was dawning on itself. So I was kept in for two days because obviously I had complications, but I was so glad to get home, happy as ever yeah. to get home. And then when I did go home, my public nurse came, I think it was the day after that, or was close anyway, and she sat down on the sofa and she opened up my little book and she jumped up in shock and she's like, where's your iron tablets? And I was like, um, they're here because I had taken iron tablets the whole time, but I thought, I have they been yeah. I don't need my iron tablets yeah. anymore. And she's like, start taking them. And then she pushed the chair away and she was like, set at this window. And I was like, and then she started going to my partner at the time. She started going to him. Uh, this girl needs sunlight. This girl needs to go to go jaunties and all this. Yeah. I was like, what is the crack with this? Yeah. And she was like, she goes, and how much um, blood transfusion did you have? And I was like, I didn't have a blood transfusion. Mm-hmm. And she started panicking completely. And she's like, you lost so much blood. She's like, you know, you hemorrhaged. And I was like, what? And I was complete shock. Like, I've just had a baby. I have all the things to think about. Yeah. And um, she was like, yeah, you hemorrhage. She's like, according to your files here, that you basically died on the table. So that was my sleep. This mm-hmm. was this amazing sleep. She's like, yeah, you basically... She's like, you're very, very lucky. And you had no blood transfusion. I was like, I had no blood transfusion. So then, obviously, I had to start taking my iron tablets and start taking loads of vitamins and going out and walks so, yeah, so I wouldn't go jaundice. Now, thankfully, I was absolutely fine. And then looking back and... This is a bit TMI, so sorry. <laughs> but they did say that they couldn't finish finish fixing me mm-hmm. because I had lost so much blood. And I remember that. But you know, at the time, things come back to yeah. you. And I remember that. You trust that everything's yeah. being done properly. Yeah, exactly. Like, And I remember them saying, that's it, we can't do any more. And um, then being put back. And now I felt like I was gone five minutes. Yeah. Apparently I was gone an hour or something. Mm-hmm. don't remember any of that there like mm-hmm. but um, no so that's put a big sh- dark cloud over me and I never really properly dealt with it mm-hmm. till like later on down the line but no after that and then in London like I you'd be in a room and you'd be there with so many people mm-hmm. but you still feel so alone because it's not your mama so then about Donica was about eight months old and I was like nah this isn't for me like oh you were there for eight months yeah it's probably a fact that a best friend should know <laughs> I know that. <laughs> um, so I said I was going back all the time mm. like I had my little um, baby bag and I had like I was like an army sergeant at the airport with my food oh, this was three hours you get to give this in the plane if the plane was delayed and so I because I think I came home well, I came home on Christmas time so Donica would have been a month to get him christened and that was the boat that was fine I think my first solo trip with him was January so I'd have all the baby stuff and you know you can't yes. and I only have one God knows what it's like with two yeah. <laughs> but I just feel like it's a game of Tetris trying to put everything into the bag Yeah, and it's it's just this juggling act basically so yeah. I do, I went on the airport with myself just come over back and um, that was great and then I just thought nah I can't do this anymore I need mm. to be at home so mm-hmm. at 8 months we came home and it was the best decision I ever made just for the fact that when you I look back at lockdown if I was in lockdown in London, mm-hmm. I think Donica drove me daft anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and I think he would have drove me bananas. Yeah. Because it's just, it was, it was, I was just so glad for the empty space. Literally could throw him in a feed and be like, be free, child. So difference between <laughs> London and Glenfin. So much difference. And then my mum, the best thing I have is my mum, like, and yeah. thankfully she decided to retire. <laughs> just when Donica was born oh what a shame (laughs) so I had that so then I came home and then I luckily 
ten, when he was 10 months old, I got a job. Mm-hmm. I've been working since and have never looked back. Perfect. Still miss London and love London and love yeah. my friends over there. And have friends for life over there. But just it's the space and the freedom. Mm-hmm. And this whole, like, you, you're like your mum, your mama bear. Like, mm-hmm. you look after your cub. You just know what's right. Yeah. And here, I can control a hell of a lot more than I could control over yeah. there with him. Like, and plus, he'll be... Like, he'll have the Irish. He sure will. Yeah. Well, he's, get, he's getting there. He can understand it. But I think for his own well-being and for his bringing upness, the best decision I ever did. And looking back, I wish now, because I said it to you, because I remember when you were confused with Ben, you were mm-hmm. like, oh, do I go home? Do I not go do mm-hmm. home? What did you do? And I said to you, I was like, have your baby at home? Like, like I wish I had my baby at home I have an auntie who I said to I push her to on all my friends whenever they were having a baby and I just <laughs> oh know. she was there whenever I was having my baby Dale's auntie <laughs> so I just amazing know, yeah she would have just been like a superhero an angel like yeah. even though she wasn't in the actual room delivery room you'd know she was there so like that was yeah if I had could have chosen anybody to be giving me a induction yeah be Dale's auntie <laughs> amazing <laughs> Whenever you moved home, then you, did you start? Did you feel like bad and like the trauma of everything that had gone on straight away, or did it take a while for you to start to feel? It took a while because you're in this bubble <laughs> and you had auto mum mode. Mm-hmm. So you do you had autopilot and you have to do this this and this and like you don't have to do this this and this, mm-hmm. but in your head you have to do this this and this. And first baby. Yeah, first baby. This is expected of you. You can't let that baby cry because everybody think you're a bad mom. But all these things and nobody thinks that. Not nobody. a not a being thinks that. No, like it's all but in your head. it's all in your head. But your head's your worst enemy. Like mm-hmm. so, you have all that added stress. Then I got a job and it was just the first month was just a little bubble and then after that the pen popped and I was just like oh my god this happened to me whenever my child was born and, then, and like and you just pressure and pile on and pile on and pile yeah. on and you just get bogged down yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's typical Donegal <laughs> when you get bogged down yeah. <laughs> it's true though it's true and yeah so it just it, it took it took a little while and then plus two you have so much independence in London. You can do get up in the morning if you decide you want to go here, there, and there. No, it's not nice to say nobody cares, but like you could do whatever you want. Yeah. And then whenever you move back to Glenfell, <laughs> where you're away from everywhere, yeah, you don't drive because why did you need to drive for eight years in London? Yeah. And now you need to drive everywhere, but at the same time you can't go and do your tests like everything else because you're worried about looking after your child. Mm-hmm. So it's all these things, and everybody's asking you why are you not driving yet. You should be on the road driving, and mm-hmm. you're like, I have a lot of things to worry about yeah. now. <laughs> but you get that same too, here. right? Yeah, same here. Yeah, like, I literally yeah. passed my driver theory test, and then COVID happened. <laughs> So I think you've gotten as far as your lessons, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, I've done my lessons. I haven't gotten as far as the lessons yet. I'm on the waiting list test. for the for the test. test. Yes. Oh. So if anybody wants to pump me up a wee bit <laughs> to get me on the road, Bell Temple, just push her up that waiting list. Get her on the road. <laughs> God luck to everybody. But no, it's it is just one of them things, and you're like, I don't need to worry about driving right now. I need yeah. to worry about surviving. It's dramatic as that sounds, but no. So it was, and it was great to go home to like see all my friends mm-hmm. and everything too, mm-hmm. and have like your own wee support bubble. But no, it, it it took me a while. I'd say it took me two years. I'm home now, yeah. Like Donick is coming four now, so yeah, it took me about two years to settle in. You know what I mean? Like not worry because you know me, biggest overthinker in the world, and anxiety is not my friend either. Like like 
like you see these memes where somebody says stuff and then the next thing like they have a person beside them and then anxiety like that's me like I'm anxious wreck yeah but no it's finally took me a good two years to get that voice turned down mm-hmm. it's always there like but um, Donica would have a little book it's called because we I would buy I like I love reading to him and I love reading in a way mm-hmm. so I like we every night we do three story books and one of his books this I would get loads of books about feelings and stuff just so he's aware of everything right mm-hmm. and um so this one called Ruby's Worry and it talks about how Ruby ignores the worry and then the worry goes massive and massive and massive to the worry takes over her whole life yeah. and then she finally realises when she talks about the worry it disappears and you're thinking this is a child's book but there's adults that could do with this yes. lesson <laughs> oh tell me about it I learn lessons from all these children's books like. yeah apart from Hungry Caterpillar because he just needs yeah, to stop wonky it donkey, like, wonky donkey like wonky donkey yeah well, I like wonky donkey I love wonky donkey but and donkey. dinky donkey I haven't got the grammar one yet oh, no, no spoiler one. no spoilers <laughs> Holding on for that. Okay, okay. At the yeah. minute we're drink, we're reading. Um, it's very fashionable. <laughs> we're reading green eggs and ham, and I love it because I'm like, oh look, this is how you try new food. But at the same time, Donica's like, oh green eggs. I'm like, oh, I wouldn't try green egg, lad. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't sound too good, appetizing. But yeah, I'll try it. <laughs> yeah, it'd be adventurous. Yeah, and you can imagine all the voices that goes over them books, Jenna. <laughs> oh no. Oh, oh, what was it? The Highway Wrapped. I've never heard a rendition like oh, it. Oh, I know them all. I know them all by off by heart. Julia Dawson, all the books. I could sit here now and go, the Harry Rap was a baddie, the Harry Rap was a beast. <laughs> he had what he took and took what he wanted and life was a world. Oh, see? You can't switch off. <laughs> so if anybody needs a, anybody for, you know, special book readings, we've got Adele here. <laughs> I only charge 100 euro an hour. That's reasonable enough. <laughs> yeah. God, the tax man could listen to this. <laughs> and tell me now, um, looking back do you wish that you had gotten any more help or spoken to anybody looking back or I see obviously I do and I like I said it's like all my friends that have a baby Mm. I'm like look speak out like don't and I said it to you Mm -hmm. and I said it to everyone I'm always here at the end of the call and I've had friends who have reached out to me which is lovely I've had all the friends who haven't Mm -hmm. but at the same time each to their own but it's it's nice to know that and it's nice to have that and like you know nobody's ever alone do you know yeah. what I mean but looking back I do believe everything happens for a reason yeah. and everything grows you and everything makes you the person you are to stand in front of you today so I never believe and I always said to you I never believe in the as much as we'd love a rewind button I'd never believe in one because the past is the past and I never look back I always just look forward like and I've always been I like I've always been a positive poly even whenever I was going through what I went through mm-hmm. it was a my mask was my positivity with everybody like giving every other people advice yes. advice that I should have took myself I have people who laugh at me because I have this shopping bags allergy did I ever tell you about my shopping bags what? so all your worries <laughs> So all you worry is in a shopping bag. And okay. you know how you go from your car and you've got all these big heavy shopping bags. Mm-hmm. But you need to let go of the shopping bags. And you, when you empty your shopping bags, that's it. You don't worry about that. That is my shopping bags. <laughs> I, like I, I can't remember who I said that to. I said it to somebody before and they always laugh at me now and be like, oh, here comes the shopping bags. And I was like, hey, it's true. Every time I unpack my shopping now, I'm just going to... You know, unpack your worries. That day, yeah. I'm just gonna get rid of that as well. Oh god, don't you make ruin your food? <laughs> Batter eggs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but no, it's it is like all your worries is in the bag. There's you these heavy bags, and they weigh you down. Yeah, and then you think, oh, to make less trips, I put on more shopping bags. So I put on more worries, but then mm-hmm. you get your worry, and eventually you're going to be broken down. Mm-hmm. So you just unpack it. I love that. 
so God help some of my friends and you included like the rants and the things you have and then I'm like oh, I feel better now and you're sitting there like what oh my god what but we do feel better when we rant yeah. to each other definitely but you need a good old rant like yeah good old rant good old cry in the shower of course <laughs> what a wash away your tears screaming to the pillow <laughs> the pillow I'm yet to try it but I will yeah and then the shower, I always like I joke I don't cry in the shower <laughs> I don't have time to take a shower oh my god <laughs> What's a, sh- a luxury of a shower? Some days it's, oh, I, I forgot to wash my teeth. You're more concerned in getting that cup of coffee than brushing your teeth. And then you're just about to go out the door and you're like, oh, humans are going to see me. Yeah, and you're just like, okay, tie the hair up, brush teeth and just... Yeah, the smile on. I'm just thinking, I've still got so many of your um, uh, baby stuff in, in my attic. Oh, yeah. Edel was like amazing and gave me so many things so I didn't have to buy them whenever I had my baby. So I got your next to me. There was an alternative motive. I had no storage. <laughs> she was living with her parents, so she had no. I had no, I had no storage. <laughs> so she just God love Lavina Noel, but when they saw me coming with all that stuff, <laughs> they said, "Give it to your closest pregnant like, friend." Any pregnant friends? I'm like Jenna. You know what you should do? You should come home and have your baby at home. <laughs> and then, oh, what a great friend Adele is. I see where you're coming yeah. from now. Ooh. And you not have you not seen her? You're like, oh, do you want that stuff back? Like, no, 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 sure. Why would I need it? I just have the one. <laughs> and tell me what what was like your essential items whenever Donica was a oh. baby, 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 baby. At the next to me or next to you, yeah. or whatever. It's cause been that long now. It's just <laughs> next to you, next, next to, to me, me. <laughs> whatever. The bed. <laughs> but it was just so handy I remember I remember the very first time I heard of one and I was like typical old Glenfin Donegal woman and mate goes actually you don't need that a Moses basket will be grand for yeah. like and then I was like no I'll get it I'll get all the mod cons and I got it and I was just when you're doing that four o'clock feed in the morning and you don't even need to put in you can literally just roll it over mm-hmm. didn't roll my baby over <laughs> Place them down lovingly in the cot. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a lifesaver, right? Yeah. That and I don't care. Like, I'm the kind of, you know me the whole time. Nobody could tell me to breastfeed. Nobody could tell me to bottle feed. I said, and I said to so many people, I'll do what I do. And if it works, it works. Whatever yeah. works, works. Now, it was because I, I did find it super easy to breastfeed. And I was very lucky for that. But because I had such a big baby and I had such a traumatic yeah. events going on like um I couldn't I remember but I also had my bottles got I had my sterilizer got I had everything got yeah because I was like plan B is always going to be there I'm not going to be two o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. I'd be like let's go to Tesco <laughs> <laughs> but so I'd, 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 I'd love to I loved I loved it and I loved the whole experience of it but then when I bottle fed at yeah. Donica the best thing I had was that Tommy Tippy I call it the coffee machine because it just makes the bottles for you. I don't uh, know, did yeah. I give you? No, you didn't give me that one. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> the, the best thing. The best thing. <laughs> I kept that for myself, you see that? <laughs> just my coffee in the morning. But um, it was just, and I remember my mum going, actually, you boil the saucepan and you make the milk that way. That's so handy. And then I remember her making it for me. I think it was the whole complication of it. It was literally press a button. No, you put, yeah, formula in. Press one, button, do, 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 sterilise it up, shake it. Don't do shake it. It's been that long now. Um, I'm, th- I'm making a cocktail here, and then press the button again. The water is going, and that's your bottle done. 
Mm, and I mean, she's so super handy. Yeah, I suppose you could just do that, like in your room or whatever. You I did. I was super lazy. I brought everything into my room at night. I, I had my sterilizer up there. I had my bottle feeding thing up there. I had obviously the child up there. <laughs> you sure? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there, there was a child. Yeah. As long as you feed one. Yeah. I remember being so paranoid back then as well at the start because used to want to like make up a couple of bottles to bring to the room yeah. but then you'd be reading the box and it'd be like yeah they'd go out yeah like you can't yeah you know can you imagine when I was taking a plane thinking if the plane was cancelled I'd be like I don't have another bottle this is two hours to and like your first check like we were reared god knows Just how what was it yeah it would be grand for, for two day. days <laughs> like is that look mouldy now give it to her <laughs> And like now, I don't know if it's because they cha- apparently it's the change often in the formula. One right. of the nurses were telling me, but I was still like, no, you can't give that bottle. It's only two hours old. <laughs> yeah, like eight hundred grand. Yeah, no, I know it was crazy. So the bottle feeder was your mm. best kind of baby baby yeah, thing. Baby baby thing. Yeah, and now like what these days? Is there any kind of babyish kind of toddlery kid things that you're still using, or is he just completely? Oh, he's completely. And always, is he still, is out of the nappies? He's like, out of the nappies. Out of the nappies. Decided this week that we don't sit down anymore. Men stand up and pee. And they're like, oh God. Oh my God. <laughs> now we, no, we stand up and we pee because we're men. Um, keep in mind, this is the boy who anybody says, oh, good boy. Or anything to him, he says, I'm not a boy, I'm a daughter. <laughs> but yet we're a man too. But but we're not a man. If you call you a man, we're not a man, we're a daughter. <laughs> Um, but no, it's a, he's, so yeah, so he's completely, like, he eats his own food, he's a sports but he's probably a dinner that I'd eat. Yes, he would just eat Because yeah, you'd seen him, he's a big sturdy boy, right? Like. Yeah. But there is one thing he's got. <laughs> People probably imagine Donica like this huge, massive this child. Beast because, because of him. Because you're like, ten, what was he, ten? Ten five. Ten five, but he's, he is a normal size child He's a normal size. No, <laughs> he's quite tall. And there is a few people who go, oh, he's only three. Yeah. <laughs> but he's a three... What is it? I'm three years three stone. He's not three stone. He's Aww. he's two he one the or something. Boy ever. He's the friendliest boy ever. He's There's so not lovely. nobody that's ever met that fella that says that he's not a half like everybody. The postman knows him. <laughs> the postman and him are best friends. He's just so sweet. But he's just he's just such a friendly, happy little guy. Yeah. And it's it's nice though because people like obviously you you're at home you get the tantrums over like, like yeah and and we're going through the stage now where it's mommy look at me mommy look at me mommy look at me oh. everything and you're like yeah 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 it's like mommy look at me I stepped I'm like oh my god that's the best <laughs> step ever well done you <laughs> again, I've got someone to show you I got oh, someone to show you is that what comes next oh I don't know thanks for the pre warning spoiler alert and then yesterday I got um and four. But I'm not a big four. I'm oh. a little four. Oh. Like, I'm a three, but I'm not a three. I'm a four, but I'm a little four. That girl's worried about her age already. <laughs> you know I think it was. I think it was because she was going to the bathroom. And oh. she wanted, like, if she was going to the bathroom, she wanted me to come in and help her wipe. So. Oh, yeah, you can still do that. If she was a four. Yeah, you couldn't do that. You couldn't do that. No, yeah, I, I get that. And then she came out and then she said, I'm not a little four anymore now. I'm a big four. Oh, <laughs> like, I don't need you now, Mum. Yeah, yeah. I'm done now. Yeah, I'm done. I'm back yeah. to being a big yeah. four again. I'm going out to the nightclubs now. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Kiss the boys. Oh, but no, I think so. He's like I, the last day. I, you probably saw it on my Instagram. Like I had put up a meme, and it was like, um, "Mum, be careful." And then the t- I was like, "Toddler, 
I'm Jolly Knoxville. Welcome oh. to Jackass. That's my life. I saw that on. I saw that before you posted it too. Yeah. It's so funny. I was like, that's my life, and like. He had this instance where he was balancing on the back of his trailer, and you know, you would say to your blue in the face, Don't do that, don't do that. Yeah, he's like, Mommy's not looking, I'm gonna give it a go. And I remember coming out, I heard him fall, and I did a very typical Irish mother. You see, I told you that was gonna happen. I could hear my mother in my head. I was like, I'm turning into my mother. I was like, I see, I told you that was gonna happen. And then the closer I got to him, I could see, like, it was like an episode of EastEnders. I could see, like, the blood on the cement coming out. And I felt so bad. I was like, Supermom logged in, scooped him up, and stopped it. The tiniest little cut, like a paper cut, would have been a bigger cut. The amount of blood that came from it, like, and you're like, and that's why I love my mum. I was like, I have to go to the hospital. I have to go. I said, 20 minutes to see if he falls asleep in 20 minutes. <laughs> like, Stay awake, don't again. He's like looking at me like... Pull it together, so. <laughs> he's looking at me like, can I go back in the tractor? And I'm like, mommy, come on, let's go in the car. Let's go, go, go. <laughs> Slam them red lights. Just go to the hospital. And she comes out and she's like, nah, he'll be grand once the bleeding stops. And you're like... You, you think to yourself, what do you know? And then you think, well, you raised four kids. So you, pr- you probably know. So you, you probably have as good as ideas as anybody else. And she's just so cool. And, no, I stay cool and calm inside. I'm like, <laughs> but, like, I stay cool and calm. I'm like, for him. Yeah. For him, like. And, like, then mommy was there, like, I think you'd be grand. And he, he, was, he was absolutely fine, like. Yeah. But apparently, though, for every cut and every, you know, whenever you fall that age. Yeah. And, like, you get concussed, but you might know you get concussed. Yeah. That's a great... You get a great patch. Do you know that? No. Yeah. So I have this great patch in my hair. I go... I can't say I don't go grey. I go grey. But I have a great patch. It's like here somewhere. You won't see it now because it's newly dyed. Um, beautiful. Beautiful. Decided to go red over the summer. We'll just say red. <laughs> Maybe angry. And um, no, I have... Like my hairdresser laughs at me all the time. She's like, oh, you better get that patch covered. Because I, ha- I have like... It doesn't go from my roots. It's just a square in my head. And I was like, what was this for? And I can't remember, was it my hairdresser who told me? Or was it somebody who told me, oh, that's when you fell as a child and you were concussed? And oh. your pigment or some, like, there's a medical professional out there now like, in for like, that's not true. But yeah, so like, that's where you get. Whoa. And I know where I had my head there one day, because um, we did Irish dancing. And I remember, like, well, you know, me and my sisters, we're all steps and ages. Yeah. But, like, I'm the youngest, then Aoife's the next one, and then it's Lavina. And, like, we had to wait till Lavina was finished, I was dancing. So she was all in the last age group, and you were sitting there for ages. So you would go outside and play. And I remember swinging on these bars on this big brick wall behind me, and I swung over it, and I whacked my head. And I remember sitting there feeling dazed. But at the same time, I was like nine or ten. I was like, can't tell my mum, she'll kill me. Oh. <laughs> she'll kill me for getting hurt. But anyway, <laughs> couldn't tell her. So I get back and I was like, so dizzy. She, she, she's, she's like, are you okay there, Edel? Fine, try not to cry, be brave, Edel. And no, that's one of the patches. Whoa. Yeah. Did you tell her? She knows now. She knows now. <laughs> the fear's over now. Oh. My goodness, little did you know back then that was going to be your grey patch. <laughs> it's my grey patch. It's the only patch I could grey because, like, this red is natural. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't just be going oh. grey. No. No, never. Not my kids. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to ask you some, um, you're trying to be very relaxed and very 
zen this week. Yeah. So my motto. What's my motto, Jenna? Oh, what's your motto? Sage, sage yoga. Sage yoga and Beyonce. Beyonce. Yeah, yeah that mm-hmm. is my. Mm-hmm. That my tree. Yeah, and I think that's Sta- pretty good. Sage the crap out of my life. Can, why can I say it this podcast? Sage the crap out of your sage life. Sage the crap out of my life. Yeah. Sage that's negativity away do a little bit of yoga and do a little bit of yoga you love yoga recommend it to everybody mm-hmm. you will start out where you can't even touch your toes mm-hmm. where you're like oh me back <laughs> <laughs> i'm not equipped for this but like, i'm not saying i'm the best yoga person in the whole entire world like i can't put my head wrap my head feet around my head or anything yeah. like that like, but like it's just the best exercise you could do for yourself. Now, yeah. you know me, I'm always on the roads. Yeah. Like, I'll run a wee while, and I'm like, ah, crap, that I'm walking. I'm running really well. <laughs> like the road runner over here. No, I'm not like that at all. <laughs> Used to be like that. Yeah. And um, so I love getting out. I hate being stuck in the house. I love getting out, but no, yoga is my go-to. Mm-hmm. And have you got, like, a program that you follow, or do you follow somebody on YouTube? Or I do, but I wouldn't recommend it to somebody. So I mm-hmm. went to yoga in London. I used to go to classes and they learn you how to do the stretches properly. Yeah. And YouTube is amazing. YouTube is brilliant. But the thing is with yoga, you need to go to somebody first yeah. to show you what Before you do right because you can really hurt yourself. Yeah. I've hurt myself and I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um, no, I de- now I do my YouTubes because... You know what you're at. Yeah, I know what I'm at. Like, and it's not advanced it's like yeah borderline and, and it's the same things i do i don't even need it now because i do the same thing like, yeah like this morning um i did me half an hour and i did the the holds the whole the stretches and everything and then every morning every night before i go to bed i do religiously i do a minute plank oh yeah very good which can be very funny if you're out in the night out <laughs> you come in and you think you're doing great you're like hey that's a minute done and you look do, at your do you do it every timer. night no matter what try to do it every night That's so if funny. I'm away from the house I'm not going to do it yeah. I'm not going to be like away with somebody or girls away with weekend. friends girls weekend girls hold on a second I need to do my plank but no I, 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 if I was at home in my house I would do it okay nice and then Beyonce while you're doing the oh yeah you got to listen to the Queen Bee mm-hmm, mm-hmm. got to listen to her she is my idol best song Oh god, them all. Um, gotta love irreplaceable. Um, but at the same time, drunken love, love like there's not. Uh, people were like criticize albums. I'm like, hey, listen here now. There's <laughs> something you, good. Yeah, there's something good in all of them. But each to their own. You don't like her. You don't like her. But we've got like a little bit of a love of like. Um, we love our hip hop music. Yeah, like an old school. Is there anybody from back in the day that you would love to see if they did like a? Oh yes, I remember actually. I had tickets for Nelly, and it was this is the idea you have. So after you have a baby, you're like, oh, I can do the world, and then the world hits you. So I remember I was meant to go to Nelly. I think it was a month after I had Donica, and I remember putting on my clothes that I was going to wear, and I was like, crap, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get there. So I didn't go. So I'd, I'd love to always go to Hamden, but only because that's one of them. But then I liked... But then nowadays you hear so much shady stuff that they all did. I know. And you can't like them anymore. I heard something about Dizzy Rascal today and I was like... Oh, oh. yeah, I heard that too. And the thing is, on Sunday when I was getting, making Donica look sharp, I was like, fix up, look sharp. And he was, and he was walking around the house going, fix up, look sharp. And then I read that then. I was like, do not say that. <laughs> yeah. 
said, I'm like, I, I, fair dues, fair play to the people that are coming out and saying it because it's well overdue. These guys just think they can get yeah. away with it. Like, yeah. 100% backing everybody. But then you do, you listen to somebody, you're like singing a song in your head and then you think about, oh no, that's not great. That person wasn't great. Like, Yeah, we got to see one of the favourites of nowadays together. Oh yes, we did. Yes. But he wasn't like he was popularish. But yeah. I hadn't heard of him when we saw him. Oh yeah, but I I had, had I, I was telling you, you know, about he's yeah. brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just listen to him, Jenna. Just chill out, listen. Good. Yeah, because we had Mumford and Sons. Yeah. That was a class concert. That like. was so good. And it rained and we still had the best time ever. Yeah, so concerts are kinda getting a little bit back to normal again. So yeah, you lined up already. What you know me, I my con I've been to Maybe too many concerts, but we're not saying that. I've been to a lot. So I have, and fingers crossed, it goes ahead. I have Elton John. <gasps> I really yeah. want to go to that. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, there I was you go. Patty. I was like, well, oh, because it's the I last have, one. Yes, I have two tickets. Oh. It's in, when is that, November oh. <laughs> or December? Yeah. Oh. And, Be- and in Belfast? Mom's that out. I have them coming up. I have. I have a really good one, but it's not till March, May next year because you know now when they've been cancelled. Yes. Like, so, but it's um oh it's one of them shows, them nature shows, and it's like a live orchestra thing. So I meant to go oh. with my sister and her. Well, it's a husband. No, he wasn't a husband back then. That's how things changed in COVID. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I meant to be going to that. But I'm sure there's probably other ones that I just can't even think of. Yeah. That I have. Oh, um, is it the comedian? Um, oh, I love her. Ka- I love her, and I can't remember her name. <laughs> Mum brain. Um, Kath, Ka- is it Ka- Catherine? Oh, Catherine Ryan. Catherine Ryan. Yeah. Oh, she's so yeah. funny. So I've got her, but I think that's twenty twenty two, and I, I love her because she just had a baby too, she and is she's so like, funny. "Stop DMing me." Of course, I'm going to go to my concerts, and yeah. I'm going to live and up to Somebody said today. something mean to her or something as well, and oh. I was like, "Oh." And she's part Irish. Yeah. Her dad's from Cork. She's lovely. She's so nice. So now I've got that. I'm like, oh yeah. Now at the end of the month, I've got Magic Mike in London. <laughs> I was wondering, were you going to share that? Yeah, I'm going to share that. <laughs> Dad's going to see Magic Mike. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> that's in the end of August. Yeah. Yeah, I saw. I've seen clips of it, like them on the Ellen Show or whatever. Oh but yeah. I've never seen, you know. Front row too. Yeah. Oh sh- no. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Might be ten, it's my birthday. <laughs> oh, that is gonna be some night. Yeah. So I, you know, I've that, but oh, I just, it's just something I, I like. I've been to, I mean, every single time Beyonce's been in London. Oh, but that's the great thing with London too. You could go to so many shows, and I went to all the musicals like that I ever wanted to go to see. I went to as many concerts as I could like I enjoyed my 20s like yeah. like I mightn't have travelled the world like I've still travelled a good bit mm-hmm. but I mightn't have travelled the world but like I would never give it back mm-hmm. and then you know me too like I'm a big sports person yes. so I've been to my rugby games like many a many indication that Adele has to decline due to some <laughs> sporting commitment so, but can't play sports absolutely rubbish at playing sports commitment <laughs> Absolutely rubbish at sports. Can barely solo a ball, but 
Love them. Yes. And support yeah. them. And big support of the girls. Yes. Like you, where we live in Glenfin, like our ladies are top class. Mm-hmm. They are top class. Shout out to those Glenfin ladies. <laughs> they are. They are definitely class. Them girls and they train. Now I'm not saying that the men don't train, but yeah. I have friends on the girls' side, so I know what they'd be at. And like fair dues to them, they like give up their lives. And they like I have friends who did county and did um, training for like the clubs, and they were training sometimes six five whatever days a week like mm-hmm. twice sometimes mm-hmm. and I'm like whoa what did you do today you don't I put on my socks <laughs> <laughs> one step at a time girl oh but it's like and they get and that's the thing with Gaelic too I love my Gaelic football you know I love my Gaelic yeah. football but it's such a good sport and the girls don't get the recognition that they need to get mm-hmm. like they do they, like you watch them play and you're like fair play and they, they so uh, for pure example now, I could be wrong in this, but this is what I think. So last night, there was... Donegal played Dublin, the ladies. Now, mm-hmm. unfortunately, they were beat. Did a brilliant game. But now, tonight, there's a club game on. There's mm-hmm. a Glenfin club game on mm-hmm. at the minute. Like, and I I don't know, maybe the girl, but I'm sure because they're our main players, they would have been playing that Donegal team, would be playing now on that team. Like, that's two big games. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're not playing. And our team, our girls are amazing, right? Yeah. But um, like that's the commitment in that and alone. Like, yeah. and today's tu- today's Tuesday. It's not bank holiday anymore. Mm-hmm. So people would have had work, yeah. and then they go and they play a game of football, so and they dedicated. get so dedicated, and they get no money for it at all. Yeah, then they just don't get as much recognition. No, zero recognition as the men. Like, and I'm massive pusher for like can't do anything about it, but like I tell everybody about how great anybody who I've met that don't know where you're from, and I'm like, oh, from Glenfinn, and they're like, oh. They might start chatting about Gaelic. I mean, our girls are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll be like, I've never heard of your girls. Like, look up our girls. Our girls are amazing. Everybody who's listening now has to look up all the Glenfin Donegal girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They are some, and just credit for credit you. Then you get your, like at the minute, so you obviously don't know this, but at the minute, the premiership. I have no idea. <laughs> the premiership will be starting now back up the 14th of August. Yeah. And the people the amount of money that you hear people are getting like there's a fellow that asked day and he is going to be getting like like it's always oh, like 60 million are we talking like messy this type of people yeah not even that there's like a guy Jack Greatish mm-hmm. and great credit to you he was a great football player and but like the amount of money that he's on and like the GA players do the same they do all that training and they yeah. don't get Where's yeah. the money for it? Oh, the thing is, too, they'll get a wee knock. Yeah, they'll get a wee knock in the field, and they'll hop back up where they get a soccer player gets a wee knock in the field. Oh my goodness! Yeah, they don't. They don't. <laughs> like, they um, cry for the ages, and the disrespect into the referee. So that's why I love my rugby. I love rugby because it's the respect level that's there for the referee. Mm-hmm. Like they they won't say boo to a referee because the referee will put them in the place. But the soccer players are like mm-hmm. moaning and crying the whole time, and you're just like, listen, guy. I have a four-year-old who decides to jump off a playhouse and or jump or decide to eat something that he's found on the ground and he's got so many allergies and you're like, what? get that out of your mouth. <laughs> Yet we'll go moan to the referee because maybe that should have been a penalty or maybe yeah. we'll trip over a ball. Like. Is it something that you would like to see Donica play in the future? Like, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love him to be... I think he'll have a sport in him anyway because he is he just doesn't stop he's so active like he's such yeah. a runner he runs everywhere like yeah. and I th- and like the guy can kick a ball 
but um, he mightn't be any good now. <laughs> but I'd love him to do it. And plus, I'm sorry, but I'm not big scoffing the millions then. If somebody wants to sign him for 50 million, <laughs> Mama's going to be here going, take it. <laughs> forget about all that. Forget, forget, forget about all that. Yeah. Back in the day. This is like our heirs, like the Daily Mail. <laughs> Child's mother says soccer players are rubbish. <laughs> Hell no. Give me my credit due back. <laughs> Okay, so we're we're nearly at the end here, so I'm going to ask you now to tell me your mum's inspirations. Maybe it's those those uh, Donegal ladies. Oh no, I'm going to keep it local. My mum's inspirations, my own mum. Oh, that's so sweet. So she's like as much as she annoys me. Many hours in the day, twenty four, twenty hours a day, <laughs> <laughs> even when I sleep. But I literally. And it's only, it's been like, I'll say this this week because we're getting on great. Yeah. <laughs> Next week I'm like, I'm moving out. <laughs> I'm running away from home. <laughs> but it's just like, the woman is just a living legend. Like she raised us and she raised, she worked in a place school and raised so many other yeah. kids. Like she's a mammy to loads of people up there. Yeah, she is and such a mammy mammy. Such she? a mammy mammy. And she's like an older sibling too. And they'd all be lost without her. Everybody would be lost without her, but she'll never ever take credit for it. Yeah. So if she'd be my mum's inspiration now. Aww. There's things now. I she didn't like. I was so strict on her routine, Aye. and she was like, "Ah, this doesn't need to happen at this time. Like, it needs to happen at this time." Yeah. <laughs> but like, she's still open to. She's massively open to change and to all this that's coming on. Like, and like yeah. that wee boy just adores her. Like, yeah. there's nobody better than his nanny. Well, Gag is a close. Actually, no, Gaga, I think, Gaga is what he calls my dad. Yes. So Gaga, I think, tips up Gaga has quads and diggers. Ah, yes. See? Mm-hmm. Nanny doesn't drive a quad and digger. But no, my that would be my inspiration. Yourself. Oh, constantly calling your super <laughs> Constantly calling your super mum. I don't think a day goes by that I don't call you a super mum because I literally don't know how you do it i don't know how you get up some days in the morning because oh, and then you like you know me i've been through my struggles i'm like jenna can do what i can do <laughs> and then what would jenna do? <laughs> yeah what would jenna do i i love the, there's so many influencers out there like i love stacy solomon because it's real do you know yeah. what i mean like and i love her and i love her too she co-parents and she figures out that and like she's an inspiration that way yeah, like she's so creative so creative like and then i love the scummy mums so scummy mummies mm-hmm. because for the humor behind it like yeah. but as far as other uh, like like i don't really follow yeah them like because and they they're the first people out there like you know yourself the first people out there that sit hand hold their hands up and say this isn't real life mm-hmm. but we can't post up the mm-hmm. crap like yeah we can't post it up but yeah. no so like that and even god i forgot my own two sisters like they'd be moments of inspiration too yeah like like my sister Aoife like her little girl um kitty she's diagnosed asd like and mm-hmm. never was one to shy away from any support that's out there and mm-hmm. she's a credit to where kitty stands today yeah because she got that intervention early intervention and she tackled the tantrums and she tackled it on she kept up her work like yeah and katie is a credit to her the way she stands today and then my other sister like the glam mum <laughs> she, she does it all too does a big massive job like in a very high pressure job yeah and can still like turn on the mum mode whenever she comes up then anytime yeah. i visit her it's a like oh let's let's do something today i'm like how do you get your energy <laughs> it's like what 
Betsy's going on here? <laughs> no, they're two of the cutest little nieces ever. Oh, yeah. They're so lovely. Donica's <laughs> blessed by Raymond. <laughs> yes, he is. Yes, he is. Okay, well, I think we're going to have to leave it at that because this is probably the longest I've ever gone on the podcast. <laughs> you do have a friend that likes to talk. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk some more after this, so thank you for coming on the show. You're very Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow us on Instagram at HiccupPod. For news and updates, check out www.irishmamabias.ie slash hiccup. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on your podcast streaming app.